Last week on the Glass Cannon Podcast. The end of the conversation is Sir Will's confusion effects are not suppressed. He is permanently insane, and we have no ability to change that. As the party's spirit plummeted along with the paladin's broken mind. This horrible incorporeal demon creature. Big black shadowy wings, a sort of a body that disappears into the ground. Fangs. The Naga summoned help from the shadows. That is 20. 21 points regular damage. And the Shadow Demon is banished. And though the Slayer's aim was true, she slithers up out of the basket. Her head pops up and she's like, You are strong, but I am stronger. The snake would have the last word. I am either going to do one of two things. I'm either going to cast a spell that removes her from the combat. The adventure continues. Or I'm going to step forward and use my final prismatic spray on all of you, thereby most likely sealing her death unless you all fail. No. Hello, welcome back to the Glass Cannon Podcast. What episode is this, Joe? Three. Three. Episode one. three. One. Three eleven. Is that right? Yeah. Wasn't that a band? Uh, it was a band. It's, I think they're still a band. Know that we have always been down, down. Then just let me do it now, 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 now. Isn't isn't three eleven amber is the color of your energy or no? Amber, amber is, is the, the color, color of your energy. <laughs> Whoa. Whoa. Am I wrong about that? I don't you're think correct. So. I think you're that. right. That, that is correct. Amber, amber and down were their two biggest hits, and three eleven was the code for disorderly conduct in the neighborhood they were from, used by the police. The Omaha, Nebraska police. <clears throat> that sounds right. I don't remember that part. Is that where they're from? Apparently. Okay. Wow. Band's most recent studio album is no. 2019's Voyager. You are incorrect, Grant. What the was band's it? name originates from the police code for indecent exposure oh. in Omaha after oh. the original guitarist of the band was arrested for streaking. Whoa! Whoa! Whoa. <laughs> Amber is the color of your underpants. Streaking is the reason for your recent arrest. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> I've never heard of any of those songs that you're singing. What? what? Really? You never jammed with 311? Nope. Uh, never like heard of. You couldn't. Oh. It was that when I was in high school. And I feel like I couldn't walk into any, you know, retail establishment without hearing that song. Yeah. No, I don't. I don't know that. I knew it was the name of a band. Um, but I, I didn't know any of those tunes. One I thought the, I would. One of the early, earliest instances of integrated rock and rapping in a group. They predated Linkin Park by some extent. There was an artificial mashup of that between, well, not artificial, but Run DMC and uh, Aerosmith were not like a band together when Walk This Way come out. But mm-hmm. they did a lot of rapping and singing, those 311 fellas. Think you know. You think you know it all about music, which is me. Yeah. And I no, didn't know that. No bigger music expert than <laughs> Troy right. Lavelle. Music theory is more of my jam. <laughs> oh, come original. Oh, you're a circle of fifths guy? Oh, yeah. come original. I haven't thought about Old come fashion. original. 
Well, poopy music aside, how's everybody doing on this lovely whatever day of the week it is? <laughs> I've lost track of the days. Yep. Didn't take long into this year uh, for me to lose track of all time. <laughs> for everything to go off the rails. Well, I'm excited because we are on the edge of, of a little snowstorm. Of glory. I'm just going to sing this whole episode. We're on the edge of a little uh, snowstorm. Uh, so yeah, oh, that'll be fun. You, know, uh, you can take the kitties out. Do you guys have a sled ready to go? Oh, all polished up and got a brand new one uh, from flyer. his great grandma from uh, LL Bean. This beautiful, like old fashioned sled oh, with, uh, the, with the the steer. Like, I the don't steer. know if it has the steer in it. Wood, wood sides. Wood sides. Yeah, I had one of those. Yeah, and, those are beautiful. Uh, so hopefully we can uh, put Archer on there and uh, slide dash up and have Archer not fire dash into a snowbank just because he thinks it's funny. Um, but yeah, we'll be excited. Snowman, the whole, whole nine. The whole nine. Mm. What about you? You big snow guy? Love the snow. Yeah? Love the, except the shoveling, which is awful. You gotta get the... Uh, but. Gotta get the snowboard. You know, I haven't gotten it yet. And the whole, I moved in in August and I was like, ah, I have plenty of time. Yeah, here we are. And now here we are. <laughs> my January, snow, six inches coming tomorrow. I don't have anything. Here, I'll mention in passing to my dad and he, he'll drive one over. He, he got a, him got himself a snowblower as soon as I moved out of the house and didn't have to shovel anymore. And he loves that thing. He like does the whole block. He, he has so much fun. He's just like, hey, you need some snowblower? It is a lot of fun. Yeah, I kind of want to get I have not talked. Because I have to do the sidewalk now, too. I've got, Matthew, I've got a sidewalk. Oh, Did yeah, I tell you? Yeah. Yeah, uh, come by and give you a ticket. Speaking of which, the, so the home inspector comes when I'm getting the house inspected. He's outside at the sidewalk. He starts at the sidewalk and he's just taking notes. And he's just like, you've got, ma- <laughs> you got major problems here. I'm like, what are you talking about? He's like, that's a half an inch gap right there between those two slats. The sidewalk. <laughs> Somebody trips on that walking by, hurts themselves. Two million dollars. You're done. <laughs> You're out of business. And I'm just like this home inspector sounds like the library cop of home inspector. Phil is like, yeah. I was just like, oh, oh my god. And so, yeah, he he got me so scared. And so we put into our contract with the homeowners like we have to get that sidewalk fixed before we move in. And the, their lawyer just like crossed it out, and there wasn't even a comment. It was just like. No. And uh, and then my, my parents, uh, who are like super hypersensitive about everything, you know, are like, careful, everyone's trying to scam me. Everybody. You know, they were just like, that's the sidewalk. Don't worry about it. <laughs> so I, I haven't, but I, I'm going to have to shovel that, I'm realizing. I'm going to come visit your new house, and I'm going to look for that. I'm going to wipe out, and I'm going to sue you for all your worth. My neck! My back! Ah! ah my neck and my back! None of these pants are pre-existing conditions! <laughs> you Grant. know because I provided you a letter detailing about all my bodily ailments before I arrived. Just five days ago. Grant, you a snowboarder or a skier? I've only done skiing, and I only did it as a young, young lad. I think I was like six or five when I hit the slopes with my dad, and there are adorable pictures of me, but I never picked it up as a grown-up, though I'd like to. Custom-sized skis, or would you just chop down trees? I just chop down trees and (laughs) slide on down. Couple saplings. Let's go! That's how Paul Bunyan did it, and that's how I do it. It's good enough for Paul Bunyan? I never skied. I only snowboarded. And uh, I, I was never like... You didn't know 311? Yeah, no. That is such a weird thing. <laughs> yeah. That no, is I, so bizarre. Do you, do you remember that the, you were snowboarding in the 90s and didn't know 311? No, I was listening to Metallica at that time. I was, it was like, that was great snowboarding music. That's good What year was this? Uh, I'm dating myself, but... 
Uh, early 90s. 77. It was about 72. Yeah. <laughs> wow, um, you were really an innovator. You brought your surfboard over from Palm Beach. It was like right when, when did Metallica Black come out? Uh, that was... 88, oh, Blackout. 91. Yeah, so it was, it, yeah. was, it was right around 91. That, that's, that's four years before 311 released down, Troy. Uh, that's how I measure time. Okay. That's before and after listening. down. Yeah. 311. BD. I was listening to <laughs> Black. <laughs> Skid, I imagine you're a huge snowboarder. Uh, no. I, I've told the story. My classmate Jeremy in third grade, he fell off a, a ski lift. Oh, and missed a year of school, and his father used to drag him in like a Red Rider uh, wagon oh uh, twice a year to like so we could gawk at him. And he was in this half body cast. <laughs> Is that why? I, did? I guess I, I don't know what else was he was there for because he, he would re- literally just drag him down the street. He would come and say, "Let's all go say hi to Jeremy," and he'd be sitting there Aww. moaning in his. Uh, half body cast in this in this wagon so it's just like even though i grew up in colorado i never really wanted to ski because of that however my sister delia that you all met in dc is yeah. a snowboarding instructor she's a beast uh, yes former uh, eighth runner-up to miss new mexico Ugh. delia mar you live in the land of snowboarding skiing. i would love i'd love to get back into it right when my wife and i first started dating we went and took one of this is probably one of our first trips up to lake Placid. we went to white face mountain ski the face highest vertical drop in the northeast and we went she skied i snowboarded and it's such a good time but man think about snowboarding unless you're sean whatever his name is white just insert sean la- white yeah. <laughs> just say just insert last name sean johnson sean sean johnson i'll edit this so it sounds like i remember his name <laughs> white <laughs> like why did they think sean white's name was so funny you fall all the time and uh like because i'll be trying to just do a sweet car and it's like oh oh and wipe out with my momentum, but it is fun. I'd like to do it once the kids. So, so are hold on a second. Ready to get on skis. I'm just just to clarify. Mm-hmm. You're saying unless you are a professional snowboarder, you just fall all the time. Well, you. This it's is based on your experience. It is hard to go from the top of the mountain to the bottom of the mountain unless you're just shushing without taking a couple tumbles. Like but maybe you want to hit a mogul. So, you, so you're like jumping. I like to take a hit a mogul and see what happens. <laughs> Not anymore, dude. Do you remember when I threw myself into those boxes? <laughs> Not guess. only a couple of years. That's how I snowboard. <laughs> like, let's see what happens. <laughs> My snowboard will come unlatched. And just go down. I did a jump. So I skied for a while and I did a jump once that looked totally reasonable to me. And when I was in the air, I was probably three feet off the ground or something. And when I was in the air, I was like, yeah, I was in the air and instantaneously, I was like, I've made a horrific mistake. (laughs) And I hit the ground so fast and so hard. I just had no idea how much momentum it would carry. Mm -hmm. And I went, I mean, my skis flew. I mean, everything flew. And I I couldn't believe I wasn't injured. I was like looking around. I, I cannot believe that I just got away with that. But I was like, I'm not jumping anymore. I'm not made for jumping on did, skis. Did you guys see the footage? I think it was last winter of Alvin Kamara getting on a snowboard for the first time. No, no. immediately amazing. Of course, his like, really? yeah, his professional athleticism and amazing sense of balance just made him look awesome. He was going really good. But like all the Saints fans were like, get off that snowboard! Yeah, don't, we need I you. Would, yeah, don't, don't hurt yourself. 
See what's nice in Lake Placid in the, in the Whiteface one, if you go halfway down the mountain, there's like a bar and lodge, and so you go in there, so have a great. couple, and then tumble down the rest of the mountain. That's the one thing that sounds <laughs> awesome great. to me. I would love the lodge. Lodge life sounds great. Oh, lodge life, the lapreys ski. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. To me, there's just nothing like it. it's the best part. It's yeah. like the and I didn't even really ski when I was over 21. So I really just it was once I was over 21, it was just I would be at a lodge, other people would be skiing or whatever. Sitting around because I had torn my ACL at that point, so I was like, "This is a bad mm. idea." Sitting around there with like a roaring fire, yeah, on like wood chairs and stuff, and then you look out the window and people are skiing, and it's uh, so it's the best. It that is, is the I best. used to hang out. We used to go up to like Vale and Aspen and stuff, and I would just hang out while other people skied. That was great. This is cutting into Matthew's snow talk time, so we'll probably just cut it for time. But we should go on a retreat. Oh yeah, to a snow lodge. We need a company yeah. retreat. Yes, yeah. we need to take a step back. And just have a nice retreat. As long as you old men don't have to get on skis or snowboards and hurt yourselves, I am down. Why? You don't I'll want get on to skis. hurt ourselves? Or you just don't want to feel like you're responsible? Neither. I just don't want you to hurt yourself. Oh. I don't think I would hurt myself if I got on old green slope. I tried to do a somersault. Oh, I'm sorry, hang on. Your ACL is calling me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I tried to do a somersault the other day, and it hurt a lot. <laughs> and I was shocked at how much a somersault hurt. Try one right now. You'll be surprised. Did you, did you achieve full somersaults? I did. And I was like, why did that hurt so much? <laughs> somersaults used to be so easy. Uh, like was, roller coasters. When's the last time you've been on a roller coaster? Oh, I went on one. I Recently? On one. Oh, wait. Now it doesn't count. It was Sesame Place. And that hurt. So I guess this is really bad. Then. It wasn't a real grown-up roller coaster. Yeah. Again, I was on Space Mountain. Ago. Oh, how was that? Did you get sick? I hate it. Yeah. I hate Space Mountain. And I like roller coasters. The only reason I hate Space Mountain, and I forgot this. It's like we were getting in line. It's just like I forgot that I had this experience the first time. But I feel like I'm too big for the car. So every time we turn on a, we go around a curve, I feel like I'm, I, I literally feel like I'm going to be thrown clear. And it's, so I'm, I'm trying to hold myself in the car the entire time. And I, I've hated nothing more in my life. It was, it was the absolute worst. And the minute the ride started, I was like, oh, right. I hate this. And I let, and we went on the Matterhorn. The other one is like, that was great. Like, uh, or, you know. Thunder Mountain is like, I love that. Like, and they have the properly ones. sized cars. Yeah. It's like, I can sit there and feel like I'm not going to fly out into <laughs> darkness. I like it. Matthew, you have 28 seconds. Skiing, snowboarding, roller coasters, anything? Uh, <laughs> I was an ass. And we're out of time. All right. All right. <laughs> Last week. <laughs> Aspen? I went to Aspen for a play, and I was, they were doing a play of mine, and I was being... They, uh, were, they were doing a play of mine. It was like, it was like a festival. And I was being, I was is that being Steve housed. Martin over there? <laughs> yes, yeah, Steve Martin is me. I was being housed by this very nice couple. Picasso with the no fun Agio? <laughs> Go on. <laughs> no, you may continue. Tell us of your chalet adventure. <laughs> And how is Samuel French? <laughs> so he, he resides in Aspen, right? Mansion. Um, I was being, I was staying with this very, very nice couple, and they obviously they live there year round, so they were skiing, and they were, they were asking me if I had ever been skiing before. I had never in my life been skiing before, because like I don't know, you, all you bougie people, we never, I couldn't like skiing wasn't a thing we did when I was growing up. So. The, it's funny too, because it's not that far from here. Like you can ski, no, I'm saying like <laughs> we're like legit, reasonable 
skiing. I always it's felt, not like West Coast. I always like, felt it was the rich kids, though. I remember because yeah. I, yeah, I had like yeah. a toy snowboard. We went to the hill and did it. And then when I got like a paper route, I bought a snowboard when I was like a, an older teenager. But I always thought the kids at school that came with the little ski the lift, lift, pass, lift pass. I was like, your parents must make so much money. Yeah, that was, that <laughs> was a real thing. That's on Seinfeld, too. The, the George gets the lift tag. That's oh, right. He never yeah, takes yeah. it up. Yeah. <laughs> well, anyway, so he wanted to take me skiing and I, and I was curious because I'd never done it. And he was like, you want to go cross country or down hill and i was like i think i'll kill myself on downhill so let's just do the cross country thinking that when you put planks of wood beneath your feet like i was like i've had experience standing up before like this shouldn't be that bad i fell so many times yeah. trying to cross country ski it wasn't even yeah. funny he, he eventually you'd think it would give you more balance more balance yeah. it's a much much larger it's foot it's just it's it's not fun it's uh, like, hey, do you want to go work in a mine for a couple of hours? <laughs> it's, it's just, it's, it's just, it, there's nothing exhilarating or fun about it. It's just really fucking hard work. And and I, the gear seems expensive. Yeah, yeah. I, I was, I was amazed. I was like, I, I can stand up on skis, right? Like that was, that's a skill I probably don't have to learn, and yet, and yet, and yet here, we right are. around this time last year, one calendar year ago. Your boy Grant Berger was looking at videos of ski lifts during the summertime, and his plan oh. was to take his mountain bike up the ski lift and ride it down. Just a month later, he broke his goddamn shoulder. Yeah. Oh, wow. But yeah, that's what they wow. do. That's and it's really cool. If you watch, just watch a YouTube video. That's what I ended up doing anyway. What I will do until I die. Um, it's really cool to see guys go down those trails, and it, that's they're cool. they're beautiful with like the greenery. And it is nice riding the ski lifts. In Colorado in the summer. Oh, I bet. And yeah, it's a great view. And then <sighs> worst part of the ski lift, it just takes forever. Yeah. Just give it to the top. But it's pretty. You don't like just watching the prettiness? I don't, I'm not a very patient person. You'd prefer no. a teleporter? <laughs> yeah. A teleporter would be great. Or something like a yeah. fast. So you said this was a rich lift. kid's sport. Right. The teleporter. Yeah, why, <laughs> can I pay extra for the fast ski lift? Why don't you bring a flask? Oh, yeah. I never thought of that. When you go to the to Empire the State Building to the top, to the observation deck, do you just get right back on the elevator? No, I've never been up there. Really? You live in New York. A hundred years. You never see the Empire State. CN Tower? No. No. Space Needle? No, no, no. I've seen the Space Needle from a distance. Not a big tower guy, I guess. <laughs> I've been up the Eiffel Tower. You worry about those fighters. You've been up the Eiffel Tower? tower. (laughs) You worry about those fighters. How long did you stay? (laughs) I'll worry about that tower. That's good. That's that's as good a segue as going to have as any. This is going to be a very interesting episode uh, because... This is a very interesting situation. (laughs) Yes, yes. Best in the best. Phenomenal. Uh, I didn't think about tactics at all until we sat down to get ready to play. I was like, oh, yeah, I got to figure out what I want to do here. I just made that decision last week, and I was like, you know what? Should I should I do it? And then end the episode, I'm like, oh, I don't know what I want to do. I thought you were going to take the time to actually think about it. Yeah, no, I had other stuff going on. Uh, I was snowboarding. I was snowboarding. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry to drag you away from other important things you have. I really wanted to. I flagship show over here. I just... Uh, I got busy. And, uh, it's a very busy time of year. We all understand. <laughs> oh, taking out Christmas decorations is exhausting. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, but I, uh, I sat down. I was like, oh, yeah, this fight. And I, um, I was like, what do I want to do here? I don't know what I want to do. I only go back to the tactics of the, of the Naga as written in the book. Because sometimes I like to go by the tactics. When I'm feeling indecisive, I look at what the author thinks I should do. And then it dawned on me what I want to do, and I'm going to do it, and it is going to be a very interesting episode because everything's about to happen 
very quickly. And uh, it could result in the end of one of your lives. Because I'm going to lift the veil once again. Oh, no. And use my final prismatic spray. It's a habitual veil lifter. (laughs) Now look at this right here. Ah! Put it on another layer. Put it on another layer. It's meaningless. I can't see where we are. How about the map layer? Oh, there you go. Oh, Nestor gets away. And so does Metra. Wow. No, Metra's in it. Yeah, Metra's. I know. I was just getting Troy all fired. Yeah, Nestor's toes are in it, which is not enough. However, Sir Willem and Keswick. But you can just turn it so that Nestor and Metra. Yeah, you could rotate it and get us all. I believe you're correct. You could, yeah. Remember that. uh, I think. Skid, that. Joe was the one that Grant said it. I, I turn it. Grant agreed. I don't know how to Shockingly snowboard. Quickly. I don't know how to snowboard at all. I don't know how to snowboard. Grant agreed, I, Grant agreed at a rate that I found alarming. I could not have done it. Because I do not know any winter sports. Oh, no. Look, see, as I rotate it. Oh, that rotated too far. But basically, as I was doing it in... Uh, you guys can't see it rotating, right? Until I release. Correct. Yeah. yeah. yeah so, like, the, the second that Nestor gets in it... Metro's out. Oh, oh, interesting. Interesting. A Faustian bargain. Mm. Well, just keep... But you know what? You're doing it wrong. What do you mean I'm doing it wrong? Just keep <laughs> turning. It's obvious that they could both be in it. No, because Metro is is on the edge of yeah, it. It's on never the gonna right get edge back. of it. It's never going to get back to it. And I tried the other one, and uh, it didn't catch... And you know, is it just a corner of... When your creature is large like that, is it just a corner of a square that it is in inhabiting uh well i just i just stopped turning it i can keep turning it to get more of nestor but the point is i metro is out of it but where your mirror imaged i don't want to take the risk risk of ruining a ray can you align it by the way can you align it to the actual thing because i think the squares in your little cone are smaller than the squares on roll 20 I did align it. Before. I would oh, venture before to I spun it. Yeah. Didn't we already have this conversation? I would say that the ray just hits Metro. There's no the mirror image. Yeah, doesn't factor I think in. it's not targeted by text yeah. of the spell. I think it, it does hit me. All right, so we got to decide: Do I want to hit Nestor? Oh wait, wait a minute here. Yeah, it just threw that cone out of whack here, and oh, no, see, look at Nestor. Right, oh, it's not moving, but Nestor is like always is it snapping the grid. Is that why you can't get us all in it? I think it's because oh no. Oh, oh no! Don't do no, that. no! Oh, the no, map no. is moving. Oh it. no! I almost just very earth I almost just quit the game. All right, right there. See, look, turning right there, it just scrapes by Nestor's square. See? Yeah. Mm. I mean, but right there's there. so much to the right yeah. of Metra. I, I really don't understand what you're doing. But it's all right. No, 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 no but, because like to get when he swings it over in my direction. Once it does hit me, Metra is on the outer edge of it. Okay, gotcha. On the, on the further. Yeah, here. All right. I'm going to swing it to I like right. This where orientation where neither Nestor nor Metra is in the, in the cone. Look at it yeah, right that's there. A good like, idea. That's the first time it really. Well, I could argue that Nestor is in it, and look at Metra's completely out. Yeah, you see that? Yeah. yeah. Um, okay. So here's the decision. So who are you leaving out? Who am I leaving out? Well, I'm not going to leave it up to me. <laughs> Who are you going to leave it up to? Leave it up to the fans. Uh, Why don't you read the Naga tactics again, you coward? (laughs) All right. If there is a sorcerer who just won't die, (laughs) always include her in the blast. Sorcerer! Sorcerer! (laughs) Uh, You have been very lucky with this uh, spray. I've been uh, purposely saying it's shitty, but really, you guys have just been rolling well. The bad part of this is very, very bad, as evidenced by Sir Will and the Vrock. Uh... May he live long in our memory. 
Uh, one, two, three, Nestor's included. Four, five, six, Metra's included. Oh, wow. oh, let's go Nestor. I'm pulling for Nestor. Come on, come on. Nestor Because oh, you're hoping for a reflex save. Yeah. Yeah. No, this- I'm hoping for a re-roll. Re-roll. Why re-roll? Re- because Nestor is under the effects of a beacon of luck. Oh, you're right. If you remember... Metra is not. One, two, three, Nestor. Okay. Four, five, six. I'll roll right in front of the table Come here. Come on, Nestor. One, two, three, Nestor. Four, five, six. Metra is included. <laughs> two, Nestor. Yeah! Okay. All right. This is going to be good. This is going to be good. <laughs> Nestor, Sir Will, Lexington, and Baron. Let's spray! <laughs> all right. So we've seen all of the ray colors so far, right? Except for the green. That you keep Except, Well, the green did come out and somebody saved on it. I think it was Sir Will that saved oh, okay. on it. Uh, yeah, the green. The green's the worst. But I mean, blue is very bad too. As is blue. In, let's just see what happens. Struck by two rays. Could be very That's bad. That's what happened to Metro. Yeah. All right, here we go. First one is coming at Nestor. Guys, remember, it's just a game. Oh. Okay. First one's coming at Nestor. And it's an indigo ray. The what? same one that hit Sir Will. Oh no! So he gets to roll two saves, or he rolls re-rolls a fail. No, he gets to roll twice roll and take twice, the better take the result. Better. If you choose to do it here, I, I think I will. <laughs> this is going to be a will save. What is that you got in your hand there, buddy? Well, uh, I've received in the post today. We got a a dice cup that looks sort of like a tower, a crenellated tower, crenellated tower. Oh, yes. that's nice. Three D printed. I it didn't come with the note, but the label said somewhere in New York. So thank okay. you, whoever sent this. You're welcome. It's for me. I have. Oh, thanks, Troy. <laughs> I have a special die that I never used that some other fan gave me a couple of years ago. Very, very nice. Came in its own little box. Good time to use it. All right, so doing that. And my regular... Just so uh, thoughtful of you, Troy. Norse Foundry die. Can't help. Oh, do you remember this back in the day? These the, uh, the original Glass Cannon podcast episodes. You always used a die roll. Always. You always had a cup. Yeah. Oh, you I were did. Always shaking. And you, oh, you're right. You, yep. That's so what we, we got that. away from that habit. So we had minis. These are will saves. Okay. Skill. Will saves. Skill. It's like someone just mailed Skid a pack of cigarettes. I just called Skid Skill, by the way. <laughs> so these are will saves. Skill. That happens a lot. <laughs> skill. Like squid. And my grand my grandparents called me Skill a few times. That's fun. Uh, okay, so the Norse Foundry, uh, as one might expect, rolled a natural five. <laughs> so brutal. The Mystery Die rolled a natural 17. Yes! For a 27 total. Oh, wow. So you just barely. Oh, man. With the Nat oh, 17. Wow. So this was not a good ray. You want an insane nester in your party? That was the worst possible ray, I think. For oh, nester. my God. What if. What if two insane characters procked each other's hostility and they just had to kill each other until they were dead. Oh, wow. Well, yeah. You know, post-combat, oh. whatever happens, just the fact that you're going to have to find a way to deal with Sir Will. If now Baron and Metra have to deal with a crazy Nestor and a... Yeah. This is a bad spell. I love that you use the word procked. That's amazing. Thank you. Well, this proc is coming at... I don't know what it means. Yeah. Uh, sir, <laughs> let's, you know what? Let's put this one at Sir Will, and then the next one will be at Lexington. Come on. Sir Will. Fortitude save. Get out of here. The good news is it is a fortitude save. It's the green ray? No. It's the blue ray. The one that. Oh, I love that. Oh, The man. one that hit. Uh, Varrock? 
No, the one that hit Lexington when he started to feel really rigid underneath. Oh, oh, no. oh the, the John oh, stone. Flesh to John. Oh, God. It's an 18-plus Blu-ray. All right, give me a fortitude save, Sir Will. Okay. I appreciate that, man. He's got this. Now, here's the thing, Joe. I don't want to hear it. A natural one is an automatic fail. I'm... I... I'm going to guarantee... You are the worst. I'm going to guarantee that the only way he can fail is a natural one. Are you rolling twice? You are the worst. I don't think I can roll twice. Why not? You shot off your luck load. <laughs> All Shoot over out the room. your luck load! In a 30-foot radius, your In luck load covers your ally. It's everyone's dream! <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Shoot out your luck load. <laughs> Shoot out your luck load. Well, just, just don't roll a natural one and you're fine, Joe. You got to check to see if I got to check beforehand because Grant's right. Grant's right. So here, I'll read it to you and you just, Troy, you, you make the ruling. Okay. Listen about this. You send out a burst of luck in a 30-foot radius centered around you. While the luck is in effect, which is one minute per level, you gain a plus two sacred bonus on all saving throws. As an immediate action before a saving throw is made, Allies within the area can choose to benefit from this luck, rolling twice for the saving throw and taking the better result. No, so, I, that, so, I take it that you get the plus two and your allies get the bit of luck. Yeah, the only interpretation is if you say in all of Pathfinder, whenever it says allies, it also means you, then it could, but... Lexington should count as an ally. Yeah. Oh, yeah. no, Lexington will definitely roll twice. Yeah, Lexington rolled right, twice. I'm going to roll once because two. I think that that's fair. Dude, Here just don't roll a natural one and you'll be fine. Natural 20. Oh. <laughs> the complete other way. And this is my Norse foundry, I'll have you know. Okay. Rose Quartz. Okay. For my good buddy Eric. Thank you. Thanks, uh, Eric. All right. All right. This next one is coming at Lexington, who we now know will have a bit of luck. Shades of old Galabras. Here we go. Okay. Not too bad. Oh, no. That is bad. Thought that was a one. It is instead a seven. Oh, no. Oh, this is very bad. But maybe not for you, where you could just call him. That's what I was literally looking back at. If he's sent to another plane, can you call him back from that (laughs) plane? Well, let's see if he fails the will save. How's the will save an old Lexi? Oh, dear. Indigo, (gasps) uh, excuse me, Violet Ray. It's so low that he can't pass it. Oh, my God. Well, you 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 roll 20. I believe so. I believe it's so low he can't pass it. And what is your ability to call him back? <laughs> oh, come on, you, Troy. You decimated poor Lexington's will to the point where he can't pass the save. If you weren't crazy before, you will be after Lexington is gone forever. If you had to ride under Joe for that many months and years, you'd have a broken will as well, <laughs> Matthew. <laughs> oh, man. Well, let's see if he fails it. Because It doesn't say anything in the summon mount uh, ability about it being, you have to be on the same plane. It doesn't take into account a seven being rolled on this high-level spell in its description. Oh, that's interesting. You can, uh... Oh, really? <laughs> oh, that's cool. That's really interesting. That's cool. It's really interesting. Um, well, let's see if he fails. Let's see if he is going to fail, and then you'll have some time to look up whether or not you can... Uh, try and find right. your way into oh, having dude, this guy. Dude, he's come going to fail. Back. All right, I need a great roll here. You have two rolls. Oh my gosh! Oh, this is horrible. Two. All right, six. two d twenties on this, and it's let me see that save. will save roll. What is the power that, to call your wolf called? It's called summon mount. Okay, it comes uh, under the uh, you know the 
divine bond mount mm-hmm. part mm-hmm. of uh, of the paladin, the the vanilla paladin. Okay, here we go. Oh come on, buddy. Well, I rolled a six, a five rather, and a natural sixteen, which is going to result in a twenty-one. So as the violet ray hits poor Lexington, who is bleeding out from the many blunt punches from his master, Lexington winks out of existence. Oh, my God. Will falls to the ground, confused. What is happening? Takes one point of damage. Shut up. (laughs) And the final ray is going at your fearless leader, Baron. Do we have a fearless leader? Oh, he's got fear. Your You're fearful right. leader. Who? Who? Your fearful leader. Your fe- cowardly leader. Fear is an evolutionary advantage, <laughs> which has kept us alive. It's the reason we <laughs> exist, Matthew. Not we want a little bit of fear. Not oh, for nothing. Right. Well, I don't want to even jinx it. Let's just see what happens. Those were all pretty bad. Here we go. Same one. <gasps> oh no. Okay. We'll save. Time to roll twice. Another violet. Oh, you got that bone? That roll twice bone? Oh, I got that roll twice bone. This That's... is a spell also. And it is a spell, I believe. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. A nine and a natty 19. Oh, there we go. Total. Oh, my God. You got a strong will. 39. <laughs> you are not sent to another plane. At that moment, the Naga smiles. And then, as a quickened spell, casts invisibility and disappears. I can see her. (laughs) You can see her. That's right. So can Bear Bear. Baron has the invisibility? I do, and I had cast it on myself before this battle. Battle the go! Very good. Okay. Well, then I will show you what your friends cannot see. All right. Um, I'm alive. (laughs) I forgot why I took sea invisibility, because choosing any given spell is very difficult as an Inquisitor, because you're stuck with them. Was it because of the dragon that nearly destroyed us all? No, I think I had it before then. It's it's a solid choice. Yeah. It can be a real lifesaver. It was because of the lurker and light that blinded me. Because oh, it wow. was invisible and we didn't have glitter dust. And I was like, we couldn't kill it for a long time. And it had all those shots to get the will saves against us because it could vanish. And then it would yeah. blink back in. Yeah. And yeah. I remember being traumatized by that. So you see her, uh, Metra and Baron, uh, where you're the only ones who can see this, you see her zip towards the direction of the stairs leading up. Oh. Okay. It's like, is she moving magically or is she just slithering? Slithering. And it is now Sir Will's turn. Sir Will, you're lying on the ground. I would say you probably have strong enough reflexes, even in your <sighs> insane state, to have landed on your feet. It's mighty kind of you, Troy. Uh, he's... Oh, man. Now this creature attacked him. Oh, yes, I'm not going to roll. This creature attacked him, and... But he can't see the creature. God, this is so frustrating. And he's so used to being on a mount, so he doesn't know what to do. He's looking around completely confused, and he's like, what? Oh, Met- I would assume Metra and or Baron share the fact that she's getting away. 
and where she is. And where she is, and he just turns to you and looks you in the eye, and it's like across the foreign sea will the horse's mane lie <laughs> when I stab through the fruit of thine foot. <laughs> uh, he's just like uh, babbling incoherently. I don't know. <laughs> I told you to pull out the Megan's way. That was great. That's good. That was better you know than James Joyce. Bottle cap. Yes! Hey! There you go. Hey! We're going to fucking need Bottle it. Bottle yeah, I'll give you one of these Twitch badges. Uh, we, we don't have our own supply here. Uh, you get a uh, Twitch badge. Bottle cap. Um, this is our Twitch partner things. You can use this for a plus whatever to your whatever. Why don't you do that closer to the mic? <laughs> you can just play on the badge. Good. All right. Mm-hmm. Round... 11. Shit's about to change here. Nestor, what do you do? Nestor. Man. Brush with death there, Nestor. All right, so they called out where. Was haste cast or not? Yes. You did cast haste. Okay. So Nestor is not going to be able to make an attack yet, but I think he is going... Oh, that tricky, that wall of force is still hanging yeah, out there. Yeah, the wall of force is still there. So he's going to, at, at, at hasted speed, run along the edge of the wall of force across the western side of the room and, like, tightrope across, like, boom, jump up and tightrope across the rim of the fountain in the middle of the room and make his way over to the far, where the far right wicker basket was and that's it okay um, does that reveal the stairs to him uh, it does remove I forgot you guys could still see her um, so she's invisible to Nestor but you see Nestor the stairs just wind up okay upwards similar uh, shorter staircase here uh, leading up to the next level and now it is Metra's turn Okay, Metra at hasted speed. Big turn. We'll dash down or down around to the stairs and look up. Do I see the Naga? Um, let me just see how you got past that pit. You just slid by there. Yeah, yeah, okay. Uh, you got hasted speed, so even if you had to slow down to do yeah. that, that's fine. Uh, you see the Naga, and the Naga is, uh, you have to imagine this in terms of three dimensions here. The Naga is... Uh, approximately, I don't want to say there. That doesn't help our listeners. Thirty feet away from you. Great. Um, okay. First things first. Uh, let's do a little chain lightning. There you go. Ooh, a little chain lightning. Reflex save. Okay. Reflex save. That is targeted, right? It is not. I believe it is targeted. I don't think it is. There's no to hit roll. Target one primary target plus one secondary target per level. But there's no there's no to hit roll. That's true. That's true. There is no to hit roll. Uh, my understanding has always been that if there's no to hit roll, then any effect like that mirror image displacement could sit like n- none of those factor in. Yeah, I think it has to do with line of effect and line of sight. In which case, you still have to roll the fifty percent. But okay. you'll hit it, Matthew. All you got to do is roll a fifty-one or higher. Fifty-one or higher. Mm-hmm. 86. Oh, oh, oh no. That's the worst possible. The worst result. possible, Matthew. Oh, no. The last 86 roll killed a character on this network. Yeah. Matthew. Now, this is tricky. I have the result. What's going to happen is it's going to hit all of your allies. It's going to chain to all of your allies. It cannot, by the terms of the spell. 
by the rules of 86, the worst possible thing happens. The yeah, worst possible. 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 <laughs> That's outside fair. of the realm That's of fair. possibility. But Paizo didn't write the word possible. <laughs> Skid's old friend did. Uh, <laughs> get him on the phone. Skid, can you get that, that gentleman on the phone? Uh, yeah, Dell. Oh, it's Dell. It's Dell. Yeah, Dell. It's Dell. Del. Get on the phone. Yeah. I think Dell would support my interpretation yeah. here. Uh, rule of fun. Oh, this is interesting. I mean, worst, worst possible, possible result. result. A chain lightning spell hits all of your friends. I'm just trying to decide if it should hit her as well. You made the you made the roll, so I'm gonna say you you hit her, right? Yeah, I don't want to. Is that the worst possible? Make, I mean, you can no. make her a secondary target. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's less damage. Mm-hmm. No, well, not. yeah, maybe. Is it how many targets is it possible? Uh, one primary plus one secondary per level. All yeah. of which must be within 30 feet of the primary. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, we're, we're taking some creative liberties here with our 86 rule, which the fans universally love. Well, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess actually it could hit. If it hits, so you're saying it hits her and then arcs and hits everybody else. Yeah, or I'm, uh, yeah. Yeah, that's fine. We uh, had a long discussion about consistency of rule application. <laughs> well, this top is the of the rule. No, it's not. I, I support this. I, I find support. I fully it. support it. <laughs> I'm just saying that if you're going to go off on a long tangent about But this is a made-up rule. This is a house rule. This is a made-up house rule. This is a classic made-up house rule. Yeah, this is this is fine. I'm just saying. It's, it's like trying to describe and put rules around a singularity. You <laughs> right. can't do it. That's yeah. That's fine. There's just no consistency here. We can't claim consistency if we follow this. this I, is, I would argue. Perhaps the worst result would be that it arcs and hits me. That's interesting. Here's what I'm going to say. The worst result is that you're the primary target and everyone else is secondary. Please roll that damage. Oh. Everyone gets a reflex hit. Okay, we roll okay. a reflex hit. This rule has killed before. And I, it will kill again. It will <laughs> kill again. I make my reflex save exactly. Oh, the reflex save exactly! And I do as well with a 30. Okay. Did everybody else make their reflex? 20, 27. You pass. Okay. Baron. Dirk Davitsky, number 41, baby. You're fine. Joe does not look as confident. And I'm wearing so much metal armor. Do I take a penalty to my save or just more damage or anything having to do with metal armor? I thought there was something with lightning. I believe that's lightning bolt. Which, yeah. uh, this is unlike Lightning Ball. Okay. Mm-hmm. In that case, uh, it's a 21. That's a fail. But you get the plus two bonus from your luck yes. load. Luck load. Yes. You passed. 23. Oh. 22. It was DC 22. Yeah. yeah. Oh, thank you, Grant. Luck load. Grant, 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 Grant. All right. So everybody passed. Everybody passed. Everybody passed. So everyone takes 29 points of damage. Wow. That's the most exciting 29 points of damage I've ever gladly <laughs> taken, including me. Which really wow. Is. You only take 29 as the primary target? I just roll, I roll, I pass my save. Um. There's, if we're chain lightning, there's no difference. You all, yeah. primary and secondary take all, the same amount of damage. All, the primary secondary designation is for placement of who? Uh, placement, okay. So it depends you, on how many times you'll proc I love chain this. lightning. So you're, you, you roll over there, you see her like climbing up the stairs, and you go to cast this, and it like, you're the, like a Tesla coil. Like it starts on you and <laughs> shoots out to the I'm rest like of, one of the I'm like one of the guys in Raiders of the Lost Ark at the end. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that. Was one hell of an eighty-six. That could have been a lot worse. Could have been. My turn's not even over. No. What else you got? I got another fireball for her. There you go. Could she, please, could she please roll a reflex in? All right, Pitbull, throw that fireball. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> Dolly. Uh, twenty-eight. 
That's fast, so it's going to be half damage. <laughs> Let's roll 10d6. Yeah, these are all cutting through that stone skin DR. Uh, I thought you said had. 16, 16 oh, points yeah. of damage. 16 points of damage. She's in bad... Oh, come on, dude. Target that explosion and fire. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it is Baron's turn. Baron, come on. He doesn't have the movement. The bad news is, the bad news is, Joe, if you'll hand me control of my character, I'll I'll move. Joe, would you walk over there and give Grant control? Thank you. 40 feet. That's all I can move is a little dwarf guy with haste. Swift action. Oh. Burst of speed, 60 feet, right up in that john, oh, shoulder yes. to shoulder with Metra. Oh, my God. Bang. One shot. Do not miss your chance to blow. This opportunity comes once in a lifetime, Bang. yo. Do not throw away your shot. You can see invisibility. Still subject to displacement. Yep. This could be the kill shot from our gunsling. This is a tradition unlike any other. That's fire. No, it's not a misfire. Uh, face of a misfire. 37. Sorry, 27. <laughs> Barely hit. <laughs> Both. 43. No! Oh, no! Come on! No! I can't do it! No! That's Norse Foundry. No. Oh, Norse. For all your concealment needs. <laughs> you both see Leratus like smile as that bullet flies past and she curls up around towards the next floor Ugh. come on and it is Sir Will's turn wait what did she do this round did she have spell resistance uh no I haven't uh, yeah I was speaking yeah I checked what did she do this round you don't know oh so she didn't cast anything in any of us nothing that you could see yeah she just she did something and then moved up the stairs okay then I shall roll on this table of hell well did I mean did Metro just attack you I did just attack you and I rolled act normally obviously (laughs) (laughs) fucking hate this game (laughs) (laughs) that's me last week so it was just like how dare <laughs> traitorous wretch! <laughs> and he, in his like, in his like little greaves, and he can barely uh, walk fast. He, he says, oh, but he's hasted, so he moves like the wind. Oh no, I excluded you. Remember we talked about this? Oh yeah. So he moves uh, forty feet in your direction uh, through, through the wall of force. <sighs> oh, there's a wall of force. Yeah, That's right. Yeah. Yeah, uh, you know what? He's going to take a page from Nestor's book, and he's going to set his lance gently down facing upward and then put his throat over it and shove his throat <laughs> down into his lance now that he can finally act normally for one round. Uh, 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 yeah, I don't think he can get there. Uh, wh- sorry, Troy, this, this is so dumb and a waste of time. This pool, what is this? This pit, this circle? Can he walk along the gray? Yeah, just con- consider it difficult terrain. I didn't make Nestor okay. count. Because so I then I'll put him happened. there right on the edge of the wall, force on the edge of the gray. Yeah. Walking towards Metra. And he's just <laughs> he drops his uh, lance because he's not going to walk around with that. He has no mount. He doesn't, he's not even missing Lexington right now because he's completely just like confused about what's happening. You know, I was so caught up in this, I forgot to have both Metra and Baron roll against the Charming Gaze. Will save? <laughs> yeah, it's, it's passed. Hands off the chest piece it's here. Passed. Yeah, I don't want to Anyway, he's moving toward you, Metra, with a burning hatred in his eyes <laughs> and, a, and a magical sword drawn. <laughs> okay. 
top of round 12, it is Nestor's turn. Nestor. I just... Can you target a square? He can't spare a square. I, I mean... You would have I, seen where the lightning hit. But she left. Hasn't been, she hasn't left, really. It hasn't been her turn again yet. She walked up the stairs, yeah. yeah oh, she, she, kept, yeah. she got it. It was, yeah. Yeah. I thought so, that was his flavor. Slid up the stairs. I think, Nestor, yeah. If you shouted out, presumably, that she is say, she's on the move, then he would just hold. And delay. Oh, you wouldn't pursue? No, because when I get up there, I won't be able to see her, so got no point. All right, so Nestor's going to hold. Uh, probably the best case situation here. And then it comes back to Metra. Okay, I'm going to do the exact same thing. What are you going to do? Follow her up the stairs okay. until I can see her. Chain, uh, I'll do a fireball first. Well, let's <laughs> let's see what you see. Oh, because yeah, you're going to hold this floor here. Yeah. You're oh, going to be going to a new map, Metro. Oh, gosh. Let's, uh, let's take you to the new map. You know you can put just Metro on the new map, right? <laughs> Wait, can I? Yeah. So that Is it a new page, or are you only Fog of Warring something new? No, it's a new page. page. On the new page, you just take Matthew's name at the bottom of the screen mm-hmm. and click and drag it up to the page and drop it on the page. Ooh. Oh. It should only Matthew. Click his name and drag it where? Up. Metro. To where? Up to the page. The page that you like want to go to. the small thumbnail of the page. Up, up. Oh, interesting. Try that. I didn't know that. Is he going to see the whole page, though, or just what's been revealed? Or just what's been revealed. <laughs> well, let's find out. All right, Matthew. I've never... They're very cool. Do you see that? I see the circle. Yeah, it looks almost. It looks very similar to the map below. But we don't. None of us see it. Wow, that's really. It looks very similar. Joe, right? <laughs> Come down. That. You find yourself getting another bucket. <laughs> All right, you uh, you start climbing up the stairs, following uh, the nugget, and you do not see her. Do you keep moving? Yeah. How much movement do you have? Sixty feet. Enough to get around the turn there. If she can. Go ahead and put yourself uh, around. As far to the extent of your movement, I get to this point and I. Look around. The paneled ceiling of uh, yet another round room in this uh, climbing tower is painted with the image of the night sky with countless stars shining among a few dark clouds. Mounted above a very similar fountain to the rooms below, in the center of the room is a huge sculpted sphere of azure stone that streams a continuous flow of pure water in the basin below. A curved bookshelf like the one in the room below, almost as high as the ceiling, runs along the southeastern wall. A large candle illuminates a writing desk sitting opposite the bookshelf. You do not see the Naga anywhere in the room. Oh, come on. Even with your ability to see invisibility. And on the ethereal plane. And on the ethereal plane. Perception check. Roll it. 31. 31. When your eyes are drawn to the bookshelves, you see they're 50 feet wide, 30 feet high, with, with, with hundreds of huge tomes, with the, the, the spines of the books all written in giant. Um, that looks interesting. I mean, very, very interesting to a, a learned sorcerer such as yourself. You see that the, there's like rolls of blank parchment and a, a wide variety of writing and drawing implements on the desk. But that is all that you see other than the stars that all seem to be lit along the ceiling. We know she can travel through the walls of the castle. What was, what, what did she... 
The one thing you know is that the gugs that may very well have been her servants, when you were fighting them, one of them, like, squeezed itself into a space that you could see for a moment that seemed to be uh, interdimensional, maybe Mm. ethereal, and it just went up into the ceiling. And then you then fought that gug later before taking on Linaritis. But she's been talking about how she's been observing us. And wasn't, mm. wasn't there something about how she was, so it was just that, that she's been kind of... Possibly. It could be an arcane eye type situation, you know, or a more powerful version of a spell like that that can follow you around and watch you. My eyes have followed you throughout the castle. Okay. Well. Very interesting situation. It is an incredibly interesting situation. This is a very interesting situation. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm I'm guessing she did some sort of plane shift option, plane shift thing there. Or so or she, yeah, she melded into the wall or floor or a rope trip kind of situation. <laughs> yeah, bless you. Thank you. Um, I called it. Uh, I will ready in action. Mm. I've done my move action. I will ready a standard. I can do that, right? Yes. Okay. <laughs> no, one, no one was listening. No one was listening. I feel good about skids. Yes. I feel good about skids. Yes. Yes. Uh, yes, you can. Literally, I, I look at Joey's on his phone. <laughs> <laughs> I am working for the record. If, if I detect anything mm. suge- suggesting I know where she is, mm. I will cast a spell. Okay. And I will free action call down to the others to explain. She disappeared up here. Then I will take my turn. Nestor will. Okay. Nestor will run up the stairs until he gets adjacent to Metro. Okay, and I should say, Metro, on the other side of the room, you do see another circular staircase leading further up this tower. But let's get Nestor on this page. New page. We haven't had a new page in a year, feels like. And I don't see, I didn't see her, her tail on that staircase, right? No, you saw her go up and around and out of sight. When you chased her, she was nowhere to be found. She could also be in the water. Mm -hmm. Curious. Well, let's get Nestor over there. There you go. Ooh. Mm -hmm. Secret sauce. It is Baron's turn. Oh, and I will also ready in action. If I see a hostile enemy, I will shoot at it. Okay. Shoot at the hostiles. Did you... Did you roll? Did you have perception? Did you see her at all? Oh yeah, let me do. Let me do a perception. Sure. Also, well, I'm I there. Meta gaming. I didn't roll particularly well. Okay. Oh yes, I did. Look around. Uh, Distract. Forty-two. Forty-two. Same thing that I described to her. Okay. Nothing else. Baron, what are you thinking? I'm gonna move forty feet. Baron doesn't know this, but I know that if the Naga appears on, well, now Sir Will's gonna. Part of me wants to stay down here and keep watch in case there's some sort of whoop-de-doodle happening, but I don't think the Naga would have taken the stairs if that was the case. Baron will move 40 feet up and do a perception check. Okay. <clears throat> uh, that will be a 35? 35 perception. 37 against secret doors. Nothing. Um, then I will nothing. cast Cure Serious Wounds on myself. Okay. 27 points of healing. 27 points of healing. And that is my turn. And now it is Sir Willamette 
the last rose of Highbury. Insane in the membrane. <sighs> Will you take me to that square, please, by the way? Which one are you at? You're up there? Too? I'm Grant B. But are you upstairs? I'm Grant I B. I move 40 feet up. Is that enough? Yes. Okay. Yes, it is. Where's Leaving you? me alone on a map with none of my friends. He was out in the desert on a... Oh, you have no mountain. So one that, no one attacked me this round, so... Oh, a four. Act normally. Oh, so all of a sudden he's standing on the edge of this fountain, this water, wall of force just to the side of him, and he looks around, and everyone's gone. <laughs> he's like, Lexington? Yeah. <laughs> Metro? <laughs> Sheriff? <laughs> What's happening? I've, I've lost time. I feel very injured. Bam! And he's going to uh, lay on hands himself. And then he is going to... I, you know, honestly, I don't think he can do much else right now, but look around. Uh, I'm, I, I don't know how to play the confusion, but I'm going to play the confusion like he's not following the sequence of events. He doesn't know. Everybody just ran upstairs. Um... Uh, so I'm just going to start moving in that direction. Um, so I was I was digging into this summon mount. I don't see anything to suggest that I can't summon him from his plane right back to me. He is, after all, a celestial wolf. It's, it's assumed at times he is on another plane anyway. Mm-hmm. He's um, originally summoned from another plane. Right. And uh, um, But it does say it's once per day. And I can't remember if we... if I think I used it today... Uh, summoning him, you even did. though it's not marked on my sheet. Oh. I think we should at least have a customs papers oh. scene with. Uh, sorry. Oh yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. That's at fifth level. I can do it three times per day. There you so go. I'll mark it as two. So you can call him even though he's in another plane, right? Correct. Well, I'm guessing. There's nothing that says you can't. I was googling. Yeah, you I saw sum- no conversation. If it about works it. like normal summoning, I mean, you can summon demons and devils. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Again, summon a mount. Perfect person to be sent to another place. Yeah. yeah. So I guess by pure instinct, let me go back to where I was. He will summon. Uh, it's a full round action, which means I still could do the uh, lay on hands. So do the lay on hands, and then he will say, "I owe me day. Wherever Lexington has gone, bring him to me. I need him at once." <laughs> And he appears <laughs> at my side. <laughs> he's like, like cowering because he's been beating him up yeah. every time. Lexington, what is happening? He shies away from me. Oh. What's wrong, boy? It is I. Why do you fear me? And then we cut back to Metra in the top of round 13. Metra, there is no enemy in sight. You don't think unless she had some type of spell that would speed her across the room, she could have made it to that other staircase. Um, what do you want to do? Um, then she definitely, then I would guess she's on a different plane. Or a different floor. That is true. Um, I... Metro's going to cast, uh, you know, you know what Metro's going to do? She's going to invoke her spectral shroud and become incorporeal. Uh, and gain a fly speed. Okay. And I'm going to fly straight up. Through the ceiling. Incorporeal. Fly straight up through the ceiling. Yeah. I'm oh. going to get as far as being able to poke my head up to the floor and look around. Oh, wow. Oh, my goodness. Alrighty. Luckily, Troy prepared for exactly that. <laughs> you fly through the ceiling. 
and you're flying up. Remember, these ceilings are pretty far. Uh, the the floors are pretty thick. Yeah. And you come into a room that you're incorporeal, not ethereal, right? So you can see everything yeah. like normal. It's not black and white. I'm on. I'm on the material plane, though I can see the ethereal plane. Right. Uh, you see a stained glass dome covering the room up here, hmm. filtering the light outside in a dazzling display of colors, while a series of arrow slits pierce the walls. To the south, there's a huge silver telescope standing beneath awesome. the dome, cool. wow. mounted on a massive wheeled trolley on tracks <laughs> that runs a full circle of the room. Wow. The apex of the dome is 100 feet above the floor. And the one thing that you hear is the sound of rain and thunder oh. and lightning. Whoa. Oh, cool. And we'll see you next week. Oh, oh, my, oh God. my God. What an epic image. Oh. <laughs> This is a very interesting situation. <laughs> <laughs> What's for, buddy Jimmy? The Glass Cannon Podcast is a Glass Cannon Network production and is an officially licensed partner of Paizo Incorporated. Giant Slayer is copyright 2015. Giant Slayer and the Pathfinder Adventure Path are trademarks of Paizo. All Pathfinder images are property of Paizo and are used with permission. Welcome to a journey into the heart of the Texas Renaissance Festival, the nation's largest and rowdiest celebration of medieval fantasy. But what lurks beneath the facade of tights and turkey legs? Well, we dove deep into the empire to uncover a history marred by mystery and misconduct, murders, assaults, and other crimes that tarnish its legacy. This isn't just a fairy tale. It's a cautionary tale of power, fantasy, and the consequences that follow when they all collide. Search for Crime Waves Renaissance Texas on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you're listening now.